I asked Brother Gary, you gotta let me preach. I want to preach. He says, no, you're not ready yet. <laughs> a few months went by. I said, Brother Gary, you gotta let me preach. I'm just, I'm chomping at the beat. I, 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 I just bet I just want to get up and preach and just share the word. And no, you're not ready yet. I'm like, what? So I prayed about it. And a little bit later, I came back to him and said, Brother Gary, you gotta let me preach. I said, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll preach for free. He said, now you're ready. He didn't pay me anything to say this. We got an awesome pastor. We got an awesome pastor. I I tell you what, I love to sit and hear his messages. I agree. We got an awesome pastor. He is doing such a great job leading the church. His messages are great. His Wednesday night tables, the lessons. If you don't come to Wednesday night tables, you're missing a blessing. They are deep. They are thought-provoking. They're convicting when they need to be convicting. It's just great. You're missing a blessing if you don't come on Wednesdays. He didn't pay me anything to say that. I'm just saying, we got an awesome church. What talent we have. Bells. When we first moved to Jacksonville, my wife and son and I, we, we went to about six different churches just looking and praying, God, where do you want us? Where do you want us? What do you want us to do? Where do you want us to get involved? And, and uh, Southside was the last church we came to. It was the sixth one. And uh, we walked into Sunday school and uh, sat under uh, Thad's teaching. I'm like, man, that was great. That was awesome. He needs a lot of help. But, but it was good. It was, a good <laughs> it was a good Sunday school lesson. And, uh, and then Brother Gary and the music. And we just knew. You, know, you get that feeling. You get that sense that this is where you need to be. And so I'm glad that uh, God brought us here. Uh, I am with the Florida Baptist Children's Home. And when Gary asked me to speak this, this morning... Uh, I started praying about, do I speak about the Florida Baptist Children's Home? But it's Mother's Day, and there's going to be a lot of moms here. There's going to be a lot of families here, and the family's going to be with moms. And so I, I, I'm thinking, what if all these families come, and moms, and it's Mother's Day, and I speak about the children's home, are they going to feel, like, gypped? So uh, I want to bring both, if I can. I want to talk to you this morning about moms and uh, being, you're more than just a mother. And then at the very end, I want to talk just a little bit about the Florida Baptist Children's Home. Is that okay with everybody? Amen. I want to start with uh, wisdom from kids about moms, answers given by elementary school age children to the following questions. You remember that show a long time ago, Kids Say the Darndest Things? Here you go. Why did God make mothers? Because she's the only one who knows where the scotch tape is. <laughs> Mostly to clean the house. Well, how did God make mothers? Well, he used dirt just like the rest of us. Another one said magic plus superpowers and a lot of strain. God made mom just the same as he made me, only he used bigger parts. (laughs) What ingredients are mothers made of? God makes mothers out of clouds and angel hair and everything nice in the world and a little dab of mean. (laughs) Another one said they they had to get their start from men's bones. 
and then they use mostly string, I think. <laughs> Why did God give you, give you your mother and not some other mom? Because we're related. <laughs> Another one said, because God knew she likes me a lot more than other people's mom would like me. No one said dads are taller and stronger, but moms have all the real power because that's who you got to ask if you want to sleep over at a friend's house. (laughs) Moms have magic. They make you feel better without medicine. What does your mom do in her spare time? Moms. There you go. That's what this kid said. Moms don't do spare time. (laughs) To hear her tell it, all she does is pay bills all day. <laughs> what, would, what would it take to make your mom perfect? One said on the inside, she's already perfect. On the outside, I think some kind of plastic surgery. <laughs> Another one said diet. Now, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Diet. You know, her hair, I dye it blue. (laughs) If you could change one thing about your mom, what would it be? She has this weird thing about me keeping my room clean. I'd get rid of that. I'd make mom smarter. Then she would know it was my sister who did it and not me. (laughs) And then the last one said... Uh, I would like for her to get rid of those invisible eyes on the back of her head. (laughs) Out of the mouth of babes. Well, it is Mother's Day, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about just moms. Because you're so much more than just mothers, aren't you? So take your Bibles and turn with me to Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31. We've got... Moms in training, that's those girls that are from birth to before they get married. Um, And then all ages of mothers are here today, and you're represented here today. Whether you have children of your own, whether you have adopted children or foster children, or, 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 or you're just helping out with other people's children, in some way you are a mother. And so I want to talk to you about not just mothers, but so much more. And in Proverbs chapter 31, my Bible entitles this, uh, the virtuous wife. But I think it's got a little bit of everything mixed all in these last verses. It's rather lengthy, but follow along with me. I think it'll be on the screen as well. The virtuous wife. Who can find a virtuous wife? Verse 10. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. So he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff 
and her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all of her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm and deceitful. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for the opportunity to share this morning. Lord, I pray that you would... Hide me behind the cross that my words would be your words. Lord, that those that are in the sound of my voice would hear what you have for them to hear today. Let their ears be open and their hearts be obedient. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, obviously, we're not going to be able to get to all of what those passages have in store for us. But I I do want to share just a few things with you about my observations of being more than just a mother. Just a few quick things. First of all, you're more than just a mother because you're also an awesome wife. As we look in these scriptures, we see how the wife has come alongside of her husband and how she is such a great helpmeet to him. But let me just take a side note for just a moment and speak to the husbands. And all the guys go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't beat us up. This is Mother's Day. Stay on the moms. Well, because I am a husband, uh, I want to speak to us for just a minute. Because gentlemen, we're dropping the ball. We're dropping the ball. Now, I'm not speaking about all guys. I know there are some perfect people in here today. But guys, for the most part, I mean, look around us. Uh, our, our wives, the mothers of our children, those are the ones that have the toughest job in the world today. And when we're not coming alongside them and we're not building them up and we're not encouraging them and we're not doing what the Bible says that we are to do and to love our wives as Christ loved the church and died for her, for her then we're slacking off. And we need to step up our game in the job that I'm in in the Florida Baptist Children's Home, I see these children come into our care, and of the 16 kids that we have in program right now, you know how many of them the dads are in their lives? Zero. That don't ought to be that way. Guys, we got to step up our game. We got to be the spiritual leaders of our home. Guys, let me ask you this question Is your wife more like Jesus? Because of you or in spite of you? In other words, guys, are we taking the lead in our home to to take our family and our wives to the throne of Christ every day? Are we building them up? Are we the spiritual leaders? Or are we driving them to the foot of the cross because of the way we act? 
I've spoken to some wives who are the end each day in tears because they just don't know what to do. They're trying to be obedient to their husbands, but their husbands aren't loving them the way Christ loved the church. And let me say this, I'm one of them. I have failed many, many, many times. The good thing about the gospel and Jesus Christ is we can ask forgiveness and start fresh. It's never too late to start doing the right thing. And no matter where you are, guys, I'm sure that in this church this size, there are some relationship issues here today. And we're not all getting along the way we're supposed to. Guys, let me just encourage you, go to the throne of Christ and ask for help. We're not in this by ourselves. We're in this together. Seek someone out who can pray with you and and help lead you to love your wife as Christ loved the church. It also says, wives, you make him better than he is. You've heard the saying, behind every good man, there's a good woman. Uh, that is so true. Uh, the guy that, this guy in Proverbs who is known in the gates, he's known in the gates not just because of what he did, but because of also who his wife is. She's got a reputation also. And, and, and sometimes it's not, you're not introduced, this is, this is, uh, this is uh, Jeff's wife, but more like, oh, this is Debbie's husband. <laughs> How great it would be when a wife is, is such that awesome wife that you are known and you are better known and well known because of the reputation that your wife has. She makes us better. You're an awesome wife. I want you to notice also in this passage of scripture, you have an unquenchable drive to succeed. I don't know how wives, mothers do it all. I mean, you get up before the sun is up and you go to bed probably later than anybody else and everywhere in between, you're so busy. I remember my mom when I was growing up, I mean, I I didn't recognize it at the time, but later in life when I got my own children, I did. I'm one of four children and I remember we were spaced out um, about every, let's see, my sister and brother was about three years and then I was about four years and my little brother, he was a oops, baby. And he was like seven, eight years later. But we were all involved in sports or bands or cheerleading or something. And my mom was so busy. She would run me and and drop me off at at, at basketball practice and then take my other brother and take him to a whole nother different school and drop him off for uh, practice. And then my sister was in the band. It was a whole nother school and it was back and forth and back and forth. And I, I remember she was always there. And it didn't matter how busy it was or how many things we had to do, mom was always there. I don't know how you do it all. You're like that ever-ready bunny that just keeps going and going and going and going. You have your priorities in order. You're not one that sits around with idle hands and twiddles your thumbs and and doesn't do anything. You've got a plan for your life. You you actually put thought into that plan. And before you go to bed one night, you're thinking about, okay, this is what I've got to do tomorrow so that everything gets in its place. You have an unquenchable drive to succeed. 
you're also a gracious servant. I, I remember again growing up, my mom always doing things for other people. And, and this virtuous wife, this more than just a mom, is somebody who looks out for other people. My mom was always, and, and she was always putting herself last. She was always putting my dad and us children ahead of herself. She would all, always make sure that we were taken care of before she was taken care of. Your gracious servant, not just to family and friends, but also to perfect strangers. I saw my mom many times. No, she didn't know this person from, from anything, but she would reach out and she would help them in whatever way she could. That's what makes you more than, than just a mother. That's what makes you so special. That's the reason God made you who you are. But you are also a mother. I looked it up. I know you don't get paid for being a mom, but did you know somebody out there put a price on if you were to get paid? You know what it would be? I don't know who came up with it, but they say you should get paid $61,000 a year for being a mother and all that you do. I don't think that's enough, but it'd be great if we start paying mothers that, don't you think? You're, you're the director of operations. Somebody did a, a fake interview. They put a fake job out there, director of operations. I don't know if you saw this or not, but it's, it's pretty neat to watch. It was a, a greeting card, I think, that, that did it or put it out there. But they put an advertisement that, for a job for the director of operations. And they, they got these actual people that responded back and said, I want to do the interview. So they did the interview. And in the interview, they started talking about, uh, okay, here are the job responsibilities. You, 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 you pretty much got to stay on your feet all day. You don't really get a chance to sit down much. And the associates that you take care of, that's the children, they didn't know that, their needs come first. And everything that you do has got to be surrounded uh, around them. And, and you've got to stay on your feet. You've got to take care of them. You've got to run back and forth. You've you got to drive them wherever they need to go. And, and they started asking questions. Do we, what about breaks? Oh, no, the, there are no breaks. No, this is, this is a pretty much 24-7 job. You, you got to stay on your feet. You got to run them back and forth. What about holidays? No, they're not. Actually, holidays, you're going to get more busy because the, really the needs around the associates are so much and, and their friends. I mean, you, you're going to get more busy when, it, when holidays come. And I said, well, well, how many hours a week do I work? Well, really, 135 plus is what you're going to be working. And, and then somebody said, well, what about. What about pay? What's the pay for this? Oh, there is no pay. You, you have to do this pro bono just because out of the goodness of your heart, that's what you want to do. And all of these people that for the job interview are saying at this point, well, that's crazy. That's ludicrous. Nobody's ever going to do that. And then the guy says, well, right now there are already billions of people already doing it. Who? who? Mothers. Mo mothers are already doing that. There's more than one way to be a mother, isn't there? Biologically, foster care, adoption. Sunday school teachers, you're acting in the role of a mom sometimes. 
There are so many ways to be more than just a mother, but we're here to celebrate mothers on Mother's Day. And so I just want to ask you, teenagers, children, when's the last time you rose up and called your mom blessed? When's the last time you just went over there and you gave her a hug and said, Mom, I just want to thank you for being my mother? Husbands, when's the last time you praised her with your words? So many of our mothers today work so hard day in and day out, and they don't get any praise at all. Guys, when's the last time we, we really just took time out to praise our, our wives and, and the mother of our children? Because they so much deserve it. I want to draw your attention to the last few verses of Proverbs chapter 31. You are more than just a mother because you are a woman who fears the Lord. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Save the best for last because without the last, you can't have the first, the second, the third, and the fourth. I'm truly convinced if you want to be more than just a mother, if you want to be that virtuous wife, if you want to be that that servant, if you want to be all of those things, you must know Jesus. Because he's going to give you your strength to make it through the day. When you want to quit and give up, when you've, when you've, <laughs> when you've got up for that 2 o'clock feeding for the last three months and you're ready to throw in the towel and say, what in the world have I got myself into? He's going to give you the strength to keep going. He's going to give you that love in your heart to want to do it right, to want to do it well. And I know, again, in a church this size, there are moms here that are saying to themselves, I don't know that I can do it. I I just, I'm tired. Uh, My relationship is strained. My job situation is not what it needs to be. I'm just tired, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it another day. You will. You know why? Because you're a mother. Mothers don't quit. Mothers stay in the fight. I truly believe I'm where I am today partly because of the prayers of a godly mom. For seven years, I was out in the wilderness. I grew up in a church, but then I got uh, uh, married and off on my own and away from my mom, and I started living life the way I wanted to live life. I got away from church and God. And my mom never stopped praying for me. My mom never stopped asking me, are you in church? Are you in church? Are you in church? Are you in church? And I believe that I missed out on a lot of bad things because God heard the prayers of my mother. So mom, never stop praying for your children, no matter where they are, no matter what lifestyle they're in, no matter what their spirituality is, never stop praying for your children because at some point God's going to get their attention. I believe we're put here in this place 
And God's going to put us in contact with people we don't even know because their moms over in California or Alaska or Montana are praying for their children in Jacksonville, and we are the congregation that are going to reach them. Isn't that neat how God does that? My mom was in Georgia, but he put people in my path in Florida to get me back where I'm supposed to be. So moms, don't give up. Don't quit. God knows who you are, and Jesus will be your strength. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for mothers. They are so much more than just a mother. But Lord, they are great at being a mother. Father, I pray that you give them strength. And whoever's here this morning who's struggling, Lord, I pray that you give them strength right now. Encourage them. Lord, put people in their path, even from this congregation, that will, that will thank them for being a godly influence in their lives. Children, friends. Lord, I thank you for my mother. I thank you that you gave me to her. And Lord, I lift her up and I call her blessed. In Jesus' name I pray.